Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of New Head, where we learn to live in the present moment. How are you doing, breathers? Yeah, that's my name for all of you who are taking time to breathe and be in the present moment. I hope you're doing well and taking care of yourself. If you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Dorothy Ooko. My guest today is Janice Kemoli. She has worked for blue chip global brands such as Coca-Cola, Fanta, Sprite, Panadol, Aquafresh Toothpaste, Kenya Breweries Beer Brands, and Barclays Bank. I caught up with Janice today. Janice is my other sister. We talk alike and apparently we look alike as well. And so many times we've met and had good laughs, but today is her time to just talk to us. Before we begin, Janice, welcome. Thank you, Dottie. It's really good to be here. There's something we do. We normally start by doing some breathing to ground us. And so do you mind joining me for this? And I need it. Oh, fantastic. So what we do is we will breathe in to a count of five, hold to a count of two, and then we'll breathe out slowly. We'll just do that three times. Let's start. So let's breathe in. Hold. Breathe out slowly. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out slowly. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out slowly. That is just to ground us, to get us to this place of settling, of unwinding. And to, to kind of gather and center um, without losing energy, because mm -hmm. energy has never been our problem, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Energy issue. But just to kind of gather it and right. center it. And right. um, yeah, then I can listen to... One of the first questions I ask my guests is, how, how has it been for you with COVID-19? What are the lessons you're learning? It's interesting. So I have, have, not been, have not been working for, like formally working. So I was already in a quiet period anyway. Right. But I was in a quiet period by myself. Um, so the difference now is that the whole world has joined in. So right. I almost feel like um, I don't feel weird anymore mm. because everybody's struggling with how do I deal with the fact that I need to sit and think. Whenever you're not busy and you're not running around going to the office or jumping in traffic, your routine is broken. Right. It forces you to become more interest, introspective, whether you're ready for it or you like it or not. So I feel as though the whole world has slowed down to the pace that I had been that I'd slowed down to. Right. So I don't feel alone anymore. It's the most interesting moment. And I think anyone that is not formally employed mm -hmm. is wondering why, you know, everybody's freaking out because this is how we've been living <laughs> at the right. end of the day, you know? 
Look at that. And yeah. there, there were no, ch- you know, if you compare that period and now, what mm. were the challenges when you're the only one who's not working or what were some of the insights for you for that period? The, one of the biggest insights for me was, um, was realizing how important relationships are. And um, so I got really, really close to my brother and his, his wife, mm-hmm. who I love so much. Um, and visiting now was visiting with a suitcase because you know your your everything just got smaller right at the end of the day so you visit and they come visit you with a suitcase as well so I had more intimacy um, which I think is what we're lacking and that's what I think people are, are crying for you know and when you are living a different kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. and you're living alone as we both do intimacy is something that you start start to crave and you but you you don't even realize that you're starving for intimacy and it's not physical i'm talking yes. about the closeness of having a good relationship and that's that is the gift that i've gotten from uh, not the best english word to use gotten <laughs> but uh, that is that's the gift that i've received and that these people come to my home with their suitcase it's so special so it's you so already special. prepared for it before even unconsciously. 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 Right. Unconsciously. The other thing that I think we all did is we all, um, you know, had to figure out how do I get onto Zoom and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I already was using Zoom because I was working before. So right. Zoom wasn't... We teach this program at Google called Search Inside Yourself, mm. which is actually what led me to start this podcast. This idea of emotional intelligence is so important. And you, could, you, could, you could be very bright... But if you're not very self-aware and if you do not have empathy and compassion, then you are a leader who will never be bringing people along. You know, so when you look at your time as a leader, what are some of the things, and you've, you've had this journey of discovery where mm. you're saying you discovered self-awareness. How do we encourage more of that? Because I still feel that because most people believe if I'm a leader, I need to be holding a stick over everyone mm. and make sure I can see you at that corner doing your work. Otherwise, I know you're not working. But how do we change that, you know, mm. as a collective? As a collective? Yeah. How do we change that? Or I how know. Does it start with one person? You know, Janice has realized that there. But I think that there's still more room for change and more so for people to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's the, the beginning is, is what you're doing. Mm. Um, my other friend, Patricia, Dr. Bekula, Dr. Patricia mm. is also doing the same thing as well. Mm. She also believes very strongly mm. in it starts, it starts absolutely, inside. Absolutely. And um, I think that, that we, we were talking about it earlier before we, we turned on the program, mm. is we now are in what COVID has given us is the gift of amazing information mm. that's free. Right. So right. I would say anyone listening to this program right now is get into a, a sense of discovery. Mm. Get into a discovery space because there's what else are we doing? Mm. Yeah, we are more in, in a more quiet time. Mm. Even if you, you are with your children, you are in a more quiet time because right. your children are, are, are with you at the end of the day. I think yes. we're going to lock the door. So what, what this time is affording us is uh, you know, time to take pause because it's not a normal time. Whenever things are not normal or there's a dramatic shift, because whether you accept, everybody has had to accept that. It's it's a time to get insight right. and to start saying, I need to do some discovery work. Yeah, that's I love it. That. Yes. It's just, and everybody needs to go through it. And I think I'm also lucky that I have some some really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, your friends start to shrink, and they're also quite. Um, what is the word? Spiritual. You're either driven by fear or love. Right. Going back to that, that's the ultimate question. Mm. 
if you are power driven, you are definitely driven by fear. Losing. Absolutely. Fear of losing, and you can now list the laundry list of things you're going to lose. Mm. So whenever you're in that fearful state, you start to become aggressive and assertive. And you can feel yourself, you know, mm. being that way. Whenever you're in a state of love, because those are the only two positions. Mm. Those are the only two positions. When you're in a state of love, things flow. And you're driven by your passion at the end of the day. Right. Your passion helps you to ride over any problems or see over, under, sideways. Your, your passion helps you to say, but I really do love this, I need to go and ask for help. Mm. What's, why isn't it working? What's going on? Right. Um, yeah, and then you start to open up and start to read. Mm. Um, even if you go on Google and say, let me get quotes on love. You'll start Many. getting, and then right. you find yourself looking at those. Get quotes on fear. And right. you just start discovering uh, there's something going on. We've right. all been told to slow down and stop and check. That's why this is happening. And it's going to continue happening. The way our lifestyles are, with more urbanization, our immune systems are actually declining. That's what's going to start happening. This started happening a while ago. Mm. And these, um, all these different flus have been getting worse and worse and right. worse. So the, the writing is on the wall. How are you approaching this new world? How, what are you doing about it? Right. We can't go back Yes. People keep saying we need when it when it when it when stops. It's over. Like, when it's over. I know. I'm no. Like, this is no. this is it. This, this is, is the, the new beginning. Order. Yeah. Right. The difference is this particular one happened immediately. It was an immediate stop start. Right. Normally it's a gradual process, which mm. is why you can get away with not having to pay attention to the changes that are going on. But COVID has made us say, I need to take stock. Who am I? Where am I? Where am I going? Right. Yeah. What are my loves? What are my fears? I love that. And, and the way you're saying COVID is a time that has made us pause. We have to pause. Mm. But there are people, what do you say to people who are afraid? So part of this mindfulness practice is about becoming, being still. Mm. And many people are afraid of being still because I don't know if I, I like that person who I'll find. You know, I'm, I'm smiling. Still. Yes. Oh. Tell me. Tell you, I'm smiling. Like I said, discovery is it. Mm. Um, and I'm going to use a lot of people's names because mm -hmm. I think these are the people that have really inspired me. Okay. These are your good friends, I know. They're, they're, they're names of people that are not necessarily friends, of people I've worked with that have inspired right. me. Right. So so definitely, can I say Bob Collimore? Because that guy inspired me, to be honest. Mm. He He's one person that, that drew very interesting responses from people. People either disliked him or loved him. Mm -hmm. He wasn't like in the middle right. and he didn't care and he was comfortable with he that he was so comfortable with that mm. yeah it also mm. helped that he was older mm. so he was like me i'm fine but what he brought to us as as leaders at safaricom was something called thrive and it was called plan b and adriana huffington had started it mm. because she had she almost died building right. that company of hers yes. and wrote the book called thrive which was sitting on my table for many many i bought it because you're supposed to have a certain list of books in your, your bookshelf. Yes, by your bedside. So when people come right. to visit, you're like, yeah, here's my bookshelf, and here's Thrive, and can you see I'm with it? <laughs> but I'd never yes. read the thing. He was part of the uh, council, a global council on Plan B. And he took us through Plan B as leaders. And what it did is it told you to understand what, what drives you. Is it mind? Is it, is it um, heart? Is it body? Because we're all different. Right. So if you're driven by body, 
by your body. Your body is where you get your strength. Mm. Then your body, you make sure you're maintaining your body, you're exercising right. and whatnot. And then right. it opens you up to make sure that you're, you're living a life that you're driven by positive uh, passion mm. and the things that you love mm. at the end of the day. For me, it was, it was more inside, it was more internal. Mm. For others, it was mind. So they read a lot mm. to inspire themselves and move forward. So if you read Thrive, just start by reading that book. Mm -hmm. You will start to learn that yes, money is important. Mm. It's a tool, not a destination. Right. It is mm. very important, so important. Right. that you understand that it's a tool and not a destination. Once you release yourself from that, mm. you start being okay. Then you start feeling better. Then you start saying, so what is my passion? Mm. Where, where, where am I meant to be? at the end of the day. And I know it sounds very ethereal, but every person I know that has money, that's what they did, it, mm. I promise you, and made the money properly. Right. That's actually what they, they did at the end right. of the day. And money is very important. Don't, I'm not saying you shouldn't have money and it's not, no, that's, that's fake. It's very important as a tool. So having a desire to want to discover, if you don't, mm. you're not gonna, I don't think you're gonna make it, personally. Right. But I find that the people around me that's actually the space that we're in at the mm. moment. Yeah, which is right. probably why we're friends. Right. Even though we don't talk every day. No. And we haven't spoken in ages. I think the last time I saw you was when Coke was doing something. And then having, having the conversations with the people around you. Yeah. Um, even if it's you that starts the conversation about, you know, what is it? What is, why, why are we here? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's not, an, it's not an age thing. Although age helps you to get there faster because right. now you can see. Yes. You're on the other end of the hill. And you also sort of, you don't care. You don't care. About what, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, you know, there's a reason why we're here. Mm. There's a reason why we're here. And I know what you, you what your reason is. Mm. Um, you really want people to, I think, to, to listen to another point of view. You're, mm. You know, you're worried about the leadership style in, mm. in this country. And mm. it's our country at the end of the mm. day. And for me, when I say leadership style, I'm not talking about, everyone talks about corruption. I'm like, that's, no, that's, that's an output. Right. Yeah? yeah? When you decide to be a leader, mm. do people follow you? Right. Are, they, are you inspiring? Are mm. you inspiring them? Mm. Are you driving positive energy? Right. Are you making, are you people in a better place? Right. Do they feel they can, they can be what they want to be? Right. That is what leadership is all about. And then allowing the person to be. Discovering right. who are they? Who are you? What do you want? Right. Yeah? yeah? That's what I learned by working at, at, at Coke. They didn't tell me what to mm. do. They showed me how to be a leader of self right. or a leader of others. Right. And it's, it's, a, it's a universal thing. Yeah. Yeah. How do we inculcate that? Because I get it. And you said so many things. One is just about this COVID time, which is a time of discovery. And people are, some people are waiting for it to be over. Others have taken it with gusto and are really discovering that part of them that they didn't know. They're asking the questions. They're growing. They're thriving. Mm. Others are in a place where, yes, there are many questions. As someone who, you know, you have straddled both, you know, you, 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 you went through a place where you're not having a job and then COVID happened. So you've seen the difference between that time and now there is COVID. What has been, what has been your take on, you know, COVID and what it's bringing us, how it's bringing us to this place that you are already in? you know, a, mm. a few years before. 
Oh boy. No, what is it? It's it's being comfortable in being uncomfortable. Mm, I like <laughs> you that. know? Yes. Uh, because the the, the 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 reason you're in pain, the pain itself is the same feeling. I don't know whether you've noticed, you know, when you've broken up with someone in your life. Yeah, that pain is the same pain you felt before. So you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. And, and again, as I mentioned, um, there's a very good friend of mine called Sally. Mm. She's, she's like that. Mm. She's comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and life is up and down. Right. It really is. Right. But we're always elated in the, the up. We have, to be, uncom- have to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm saying it, yeah. you know, whenever people say these things, it sounds mm. so easy. It's not. Mm. It has been extremely difficult. Mm. I've questioned my ability mm. or on several mm. occasions. Mm. Um, I've decided to do nothing on several occasions. Mm. But I'm like, but you can't do nothing. You, you wake up in the morning, you have to do something. The Sleeping is also an action. But right. it also gets finished. And then what else? It gets finished, yeah. yeah. So you have to do something. And then slowly as you do something, as whatever you rest, because I, I think like it's a that. resting period. Yeah. Maybe the un- being uncomfortable in the comfortable in the uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. we're all doing something different or nothing. Is a time to rest and pull back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not retrospective yeah. and pulling back, then um, you don't have time to think mm. and to feel those feelings. Right. Because you, you can't, if you don't feel them, mm. you're blocking them, they'll still come out. And they come yes. out inappropriately sometimes. Right. You find yourself doing some funny behavior. That's repression. Right. right. But being aware of it mm. is when you rest and you pull back and you mm. say, I am uncomfortable. It was right. very uncomfortable. Right. It still is uncomfortable, quite frankly. It really is uncomfortable. But in that pain, um, I'm coming through and realizing, wow, okay, so this is what I really want to do. This is what I really want to do. Yeah. There's growth at the end of there that is. pain. There is. There is. There yeah. is. And it is very painful. And uh, you're appended mm. to a corporation. When you've right. worked at Coca-Cola. And your identity is And your is identity also there. is there. Right. I was there for eight years. Yeah. Mm. Um, your identity is really attached to that. Mm. And now it's just Janice, you know? So what does that mean? And you're 55 years old. So right. now what? You're just walking in as Janice. You have to find who you are. But another interesting thing, Dottie, is I spend a lot of time now with Dr. Patricia. Like she runs a couple of courses. Right. At some point I said, I can't keep listening to her because I also need to take time to absorb what she's saying, internalize and engage. But there was one session I went through where we're very well aware of our physical development. So you're a baby, then you're a child, then you're an adolescent, and then you're an adult going through the different stages, physically, mm. yeah? But there's also psychological development. That Are we aware that there's psychological development? Mm. That when you're a baby, the most important thing you're building is trust. And depending on how your childhood, as a baby, how you were treated as a child, you either have trust issues or you don't have trust issues. Mm. And you go through those stages, yeah? Mm. Right now, we're in a stage of um, feeling irrelevant. As you get older, your usefulness, you perceive your usefulness to be diminished because nobody's calling you and asking you for things. You're not doing anything. So you now have to regenerate to become relevant. But how do you regenerate if you're not aware of who you are? What are you regenerating from and to? So that's self-awareness is yes. critical. So, which yeah. if you, so that is so interesting to mm. me. So I discovered that I am in a stage of feeling irrelevant. Mm. I do not feel relevant, which is a normal stage that anybody in their 50s goes through. Mm. And if you don't focus on regenerating, 
then you, you do, you become useless and you become irrelevant. That is, it's very real. It's not imaginary, it's not imaginary. It's a, mm. it's a fact. Nobody's calling. You've talked about identity and I think that identity is something that, you know, everyone grapples with at one point because this identity of your job or the brand, mm. you're a brand person of that brand, can sometimes be very deceptive, you know, where people, I'm always very clear that there is me who works at this company and people will, it will open doors because it's a powerful brand. But I'm also very aware that I'm just Dorothy and that that's a very different thing. And so when people are doing some of these things, I know, yeah, it's because of this brand that comes with it. Mm. But, you know, mm. the, the reason why you're different is because you've had very many different kinds of jobs. And I think because you joined Google at a at an, an, uh, more mature age, mm. you realize how precious those doors are. Mm. But imagine if you were 21 joining mm. Google. It's a given. Mm. Yeah. If you haven't You're gone entitled. Through, it's a given. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I everything is uh, lined up. You know, mm. I got A's. I passed. Mm. I passed the interview. Mm. There's evidence to show why you are incredible. And that's why that self-awareness journey is so important. Mm. If you're lucky enough to work for a Google and a Coke, for you to stay there, you have to go on a self-awareness journey, literally. And it's not um, a fluke. You're taught how to do it. Mm. Taught how to bring it out in your, mm. your fellow... Um, uh, people who are reporting to mm. your peers mm. um, at the end of the day, but that day also still ends. Then what? But yeah. people still suffer from imposter syndrome. Yeah, you do. Of course yes. you do. Because you're trying to look normal. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Whatever that description is. It's, yes. It's an external, um, mm. it's external mm. rather than internal mm. at the end of the day. So you have to go inside. That's right. what COVID has, to go is bringing, is that yeah. we have to go inside. Yeah. We're being forced to go inside yeah. and to start to ask those questions based on where you are. You right. know, um, I have nieces. They're not at the regenerated stage. They're mm. in a very different place. Mm. You know, Can you imagine being a, um, a young person today graduating from university? Mm. That is really hard. Now that's really hard because you can see that the opportunities are collapsing around you. Mm. What in yeah. heaven's name at this time, do. right. At this time, right. it's it's really difficult. So I think that's what is is happening. That the, the social norms of what is defined as success have broken, have just broken. Mm. On the way here, I was listening to um, BBC about the Prime Minister of England has done a whole pivot around obesity. And all of a sudden, he is talking so personally about the fact that, and he said those words, he said, mm. I was actually, I'm just fat. <laughs> It's like, you can't, how do you say that? That's real self-awareness. Oh, yes. He's like, and I'm trying, and it's difficult. It is, yes. But the reason why he got so sick is because he's overweight. Right. That's why. And all of a sudden now, his government is working furiously to figure out how to change the food laws. Mm. Things that have been discussed for years. For you, yes. Can you imagine right. it took COVID to get that man to say, what? I almost died. Right. Because, I'm because I'm fat. But that's a function of COVID. And he yeah. had time to think when he was on, right. you know, sitting in ICU. He almost right. died. That is such a dramatic change. And that now policies are going to change even within the feeding programs for schools. Thank God he survived. Because now he exactly. can hear what yes. people have been saying. Thank God he survived. And everybody was praying for him to survive. That was the worst thing we wanted to hear. Mm. This guy didn't make it. No matter what you thought about him, all of a sudden we're like, what? 
that he has to make it. Right. He has to make it. Yeah. And he's made it and he's, he's changing. He's made it and he's completely changed yeah. his, his, and he's in a powerful yeah. position to create that, that change. So, but he was forced to get inside and, and to sit and think, who am I and where am I going? And yet, he's one of the most powerful men in the world. Mm. One of the most powerful men in the world has been yeah. brought down to that. To really ask, what does power? Because that's what you're asking. Now he's, his power is being generated positively into a more loving moment, quite frankly. It's so powerful, like, being in that moment and pivoting and changing. That's a pivot, man. Yeah. I've never heard one. But being, exactly, and also being mm. reflective, because that's what you've said about thinking. Because I think that a lot of times things can just happen to us and we're very passive. But this idea of being very reflective about what has happened. Mm. So it's not just that things happen, but mm -hmm. you're thinking about it. What does this mean? And that's the, the, the process. And, and you know, Dottie, if you are lucky enough to work in the companies we've worked for, yeah. you, have to, you have to be talking about these things, mm. yeah? You have to be reading and studying leadership. Mm. It's not a thing you're born with. I don't believe that. You're born with charisma, but leadership is, a, is, is not a thing you're born with. I don't, I, I was not the way, the way I was before and the way right. I am now, through the process that I've learned. Um, it's a function of um, learning the, 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 you know, how do you give feedback, for mm. example? How do you leave someone whole? But some people look like they were cut for no, they're leadership. No, they're really. charismatic. They're who charismatic. Are, who are very, and I don't know, they have this a very, very thoughtful. Honestly, I've got my, my manager um, who is very thoughtful, very reflective about things and things about it. And I, I think, like, he's almost like a father who looks at everyone and wants to and i always always think like is your dna wired like that it's have you, not charisma have you asked him why he is the have you asked him about himself i'm going to ask, ask him. him about himself yes first of all he's going to listen to the podcast i know because then, there's a guy yeah. that i another guy i worked with the words i'm using are words i like leaders i've worked for you need to leave a person whole when you give them feedback that is not a sentence of someone that hasn't thought about that isn't that amazing have Maybe did you leave the person whole did you leave the person whole when you gave feedback? So how do you give feedback to leave a person whole? I don't think you're born knowing how to give right. feedback you, to leave yeah. a person whole. The tools of leadership. That is so powerful. Yeah, the tools of leadership are behavioral tools. That you don't know how to be a leader if you don't learn the behavioral tools so and you, you must be willing to learn and learn. And I swear right. if there's one thing I believe in, it's that. Mm. Charisma is the, the diamond in the rough. Mm. But how are you polishing it? Mm. If you're lucky to be born with charisma, mm. um, you can either be driven by love or fear. And their leaders, their charismatic leaders that are very evil and those that are very, very right. powerful. Right. And I mean, not powerful. They're, they're, they're not evil, they're good. Mm. And you can draw the lines um, at the end of the day of all the examples through history, even our recent history as well. Mm. Those people are studying leadership. Even if you look mm. at all the American presidents, they've really sat to understand how do we get people to come together for a common cause and a common purpose. Not all. I'm saying most <laughs> of them. Do you see what I'm right. saying? Yes, yeah. yeah. But if you go back into history, mm. the most successful presidents really spent a lot of time thinking about that and mm. trying to figure out how do we bring people together for mm. a common cause. And what is that common cause? Why am I here as a leader? You know, what am I driving? What am I coalescing people around? Mm. Yeah, at the end mm. of the day. You have to have 
a heart filled with love. Otherwise, you go in a very bad direction. And we have examples of that in history as well. And all of those empires have collapsed. They are not sustainable. They just are not sustainable. Another thing uh, one, of the, uh, one of these leaders told me, he's called Nathan Kalumbo. He was the division president uh, at Coca-Cola. And he said that every day in the evening, he reflects on the day. So you need moments of reflection. You must have, you must go inside. You cannot avoid going inside. Right. He reflects on the day. What worked, what didn't work. Mm -hmm. How did I treat people? Now, the guy was rough, by the way, because mm -hmm. you know when you're delivering, the cases have to come. Right. Yeah, the bonuses. He looks at his bonus I every day and he's sales. like, you, yes. you're in my way of my bonus. <laughs> But he still said that's what he did. And uh, he, uh, the other thing he said is that he was rougher on his direct reports, but the level below, if they ever saw the way he spoke to his direct reports when he needed to push them, the whole company will run away. There'll be nobody to lead right. <laughs> because they have the freedom to walk out or they're imprisoned because mm. they have a mortgage. Mm. So you're not getting the best out of, out of these people at the end of the day. They're not being inspired. So right. for me, inspirational leadership is so important. And there's so many books written on leadership. You know, you decide to choose to discover that leadership is, it's a methodology, it's a process, mm. it's a system, whatever word you want to use. It's not charisma. And you invest in, yeah. you invest in it. You invest in it mm. and it helps you to manage your charisma if you're lucky to be born with charisma. If you don't have charisma, it also helps you mm. to say, you'll find that those that are, you know, this is hard work for me mm. to be a leader. I have and to it work at work it. Being a leader. Yeah, it is. it is. I have to work at it. Listening to Obama's speeches the other day, I'm thinking, we really miss this man. Oh, no, it, they do. They all miss him. Tell you? I saw the Twitter feed. Oh, oh we miss you. We miss the pro you. He is his prophecy. I'm going to call them prophecies. The right. things he says and said mm. was, are so prophetic, sadly. But he was talking about, um, you know, what it's like to be a leader. You know, what you did yesterday is now irrelevant. What you're going to do for me today? And if you're not aware of that, and he always laughs, you know, he's always laughing yes. when he's explaining his situation. That is a man that studies. He studies and studies mm. and studies, and he's very introspective. And even Michelle knows there's always a room mm. in their house where the guy is covered in books, reading, mm. and trying to figure out how do I, where do I, where do I need to be? Mm. Because he's a very, he's very in touch with feeling, right. and he cares, and he, He's following love, not fear. Not fear. That's it. Yeah. That is such a powerful way for us to finish this podcast, which is to follow love, mm. not fear. Thank you for sharing these amazing pearls. Just blown away, but I knew this, that we would have this wonderful conversation on what this season means for us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dottie. Catch you next time, my friend. May you be driven and may you be guided by love. May you be comfortable in being uncomfortable and may you thrive. Bye-bye.